Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Weebcast. I am Big Tony, and today I am joined by Jejun. What is up, gamers? And Frig. Oh, Nero's pasta butter doodle hair. And today, we are going to be talking about Fate Extra. What the fuck's it called? Fate Extra. Uh, Last Encore. Last Encore. We didn't really call it that. We just called it Umu. The show is Umu. We're reviewing Umu. Um, <laughs> this is her show. It's her show. In case you forget. At any point, uh, those back home who want to watch it, if you ever forget that it's Umu's show, they'll remind you uh, approximately every three seconds that it's Umu's show. If you like Umu, this is yeah. your show. Yeah, this is your show if you like Umu. Um, you have to like Umu, like, a lot. Like, not yeah, just, like, like, kind of like Umu, like, your favorite thing is Umu. Like, you had to have wailed for Umu in, uh, yeah. in FGO for this to be your show. Uh, the intro, I mean, I just, I know we'll get to details about the show later, but I just want to open with, you know, the intro, you know, the OP for the show literally does not contain a single instance of any other character but Nero. It's just nothing but Nero yeah. shadow no boxing. Enemies. No, no enemies. enemies. No enemies. Nothing. No other servants. No other characters. Not even the main character. Just Nero <laughs> for a whole two minutes. Yeah. Because, you know, Umu. Everyone loves Umu. No Everyone loves Umu. I mean, who Who, who even is Tamamo? Who even I don't know. is yeah, I mean, tomato, like... Yeah, who is, this, who is this fox thing saying, like, tomato, or, I don't know, something stupid like that. No one likes her. Yeah. But, um, Fate Extra. Fate Extra is a spin-off PSP kind of RPG game that came out in 2010. And it was very autistic, um, but it was good. Uh, it was, for a lot of people, the first, um, Fate thing, thing they yeah. played. Uh, I believe it was the first Fate game to officially be released in America, but I might be wrong about that. Yeah, I believe and, it would be, because yeah. Fate Stay Night's visual novel, even though there is, like, an uh, official English translation it never really got like an actual North American like on the shelves release anywhere uh Fate Extra did have a you know official English translation bizarrely it is no old. translation of the sequel Fate Extra CCC uh yeah. that you know go fuck yourself uh you know you don't get to you don't no get to BB. play BB's game yeah um um it's it's a bit of a strange one um especially the english translation people kind of there wasn't like an agreed upon way on how to translate fate stuff yet uh so they just use some weird terms in it but it's fun uh very autistic though at this point in time there's like so there's a lot of like fate nomenclature that everyone's kind of used to if you you know like played the visual novel the rialto newer version or you watched any of the animes you know there's things like uh Noble Phantasm, pretty pretty agreed upon translation of Hogu. Well, they didn't really agree on that in in the Fate Extra PSP game. So you sometimes just have it written as like treasure, uh, which is like a weird way to translate that if it's supposed to be a special Fate term. Or there's like instead of saying like Throne of Heroes, which is the official translation for. Rialta Nua and for like FGO and stuff. Instead, it's like Root of Akasha, 
It's like stuff like that where they they kind of just don't really have an agreed upon naming scheme. But um, none of that really matters when you're going through the game because the this the whole universe of Fate Extra it's really just it makes a great deal of separating itself from a lot of the other Fate spinoffs. So if you've ever watched uh, Fate Zero, or you've watched Apocrypha, or any of the other shows like that, like everything kind of follows a similar format of okay, it's a it's a you know seven v seven battle royale. We've got servants, we've got masters, all that stuff. This takes a totally dramatic spin on this that. Is... This is basically like a, um, a dungeon crawler, um, JRPG like Persona or something like that, but with fate characters and weird lore. Yeah, anywhere you see like discussion of fate extra, it's, it's going to be compared to Persona because it's just like yeah. such a similar feeling game to a Persona yes. game. It's very stylistically, and talking about the game and not the show right now it's very cool uh the music is awesome it rocks top tier um, music yeah uh type moon especially back then uh nowadays they're they're still fine um little little upset with how the new melty blood soundtrack is looking but or sounding but that's a subject for another time they were so spot on with making cool music that was memorable and just great yeah. um we even anime have like, not so much <laughs> we even have you know we have our, our dedicated anime hater uh friend powder keg you know who i uh I tricked on several occasions to listening to the soundtrack of fate extra and he was like dude this music is awesome and then i was like it's from tomatoes game and he's like, no! So, yeah. So the the general kind of uh, overarching big difference that sets uh, Fate Extra apart from all of the other Fates is um, it doesn't take place on Earth. There is this supercomputer called the Moon Cell, which just exists somewhere inside the moon. Yeah, it's just and it's just moon. it's kind of just there observing humanity and it uses its observation of humanity to construct a virtual environment called Seraph where it holds its own grail war that's like simulated and this one is instead of seven masters it's 128 masters in a bracket tournament yeah um, see um the moon cell is kind of like AI Bill Gates, uh, very yes. evil and powerful, um, but an AI uh, computer thing. And Seraph is like Windows 11 Ultra Vaccine version. Edition. Edition. Yeah, that's exactly how I would describe it. And, <laughs> you know, we're supposed to be reviewing the anime here, but the reason I really want to dig into the plot of Fate Extra is because you can... You learn all about the plot of Fate Extra, and then you get to just throw that completely out the window. Yeah. Because, congratulations, this anime is made by fucking Shaft. Oh, great. <laughs> and in typical fashion, we can just throw all of the actual lore and most of the story totally out the window, because Shaft is just going to write Monogatari anyway. It, it's just Monogatari with fake characters now. It's so fucking lame. It sucks so hard. 
So like, to give you an example, right, your first, I don't know, like, the whole entire Fate Extra PSP game, you start off, you're in this, like, school that exists in Seraph with all of the 128, uh, it's actually more than that, it's, it's far more than that, uh, potential master candidates, and the whole purpose of this school is to go through, like, a week-long cycle, and the people that figure out that, like, this is a fake world get elevated to becoming a master, and they're able to summon a servant and escape. The people that, like, are NPCs and just, like, go along with it the whole week, they just get deleted. So yeah. once you have that round process, now you have your 128 masters to compete in the tournament. So our main character, Kishinami Hakuno, who at the beginning of the game, you get to choose whether or not they're male or female, by yeah. the way. It, I don't think it really affects the story at Actually, all. not at the beginning. You don't start the game picking whether you get male or female Hakuno. Sure. You start the game in the school, and once you discover that the school is fake and you can just, like, bend reality to your will, more or less, and someone, like, asks you what your name is, your character makes some kind of comment, like... I know you're scripted to ask me this, but whatever, I'm, and then it, like, asks you to, like, pick which gender you want your Hakuno to be, and to come up yeah. with your own name, because you can do that in the, uh, in the game, you can just choose to be a different name. Yeah. Wait, so, uh, C plays a emotionless, um, NPC in the game? Well, that's the that's thing, as soon as you, as, the thing is, in the game, you figure out pretty quickly that you are, like, this is not real, and you can just decide who you are on the spot. So it's supposed to be a self-insert protagonist, not a, like... It's not supposed to be, like, a protagonist that is, like, literally nothing and just the plot happens around him. Yes. You're very much, like, kind of in control of what you're doing day-to-day -day in the game. And that's how it's supposed to be. They totally fucking changed that. Yeah. So, a, a problem when adapting uh, games to any form of media, especially RPGs, is that most of the characters are um, self-inserts. They're pretty fucking bland and generic, and sometimes they don't even fucking talk. Right. And it's not really a problem because in a video game, especially an RPG, you make choices. But because you can't really just assume who's playing the game when you're animating it, you have to just kind of, like, make the choices happen to them and not be, like, decided by it. And that just kind of... I felt like that really just, like, made the character feel a lot like, uh, like Sig in, um, Apocrypha, where he just, like, everything happens around him. I think it was, like, even worse than Sig. It was worse than Sig, because Sig For had, sure. like, some inkling of, like, a motivation through the yeah. whole story. They just do. They really just did like Hakuno really dirty. I, I don't know. He's not like a great character in the game, but he's like he looks cool. He's not like lame, you know. In this, like he's just like a fucking dork, like robot yeah. guy. Pretty I much. don't remember if he was supposed to be an NPC in the game. I never beat it. Um, but, me neither. Which yeah. that's a topic for another day. Like how incredibly difficult uh, Fate Extra is. Just, yeah. It has this janky combat system that's kind of like a six-round rock-paper-scissors, and a couple of the enemy's moves are revealed to you, but unless you have a piece of notebook paper with you, 
to write down every single NPC's um, attack patterns. Like, you're gonna very quickly run up into the point where, like, surviving the dungeon stage is just down to luck. Well, it's pretty much um, most of the time. It's because Japanese people really like uh, math, and uh, they, they like yeah. writing down all the patterns. It uh, reminded them of learning their multiplication tables. Again. Or, like, how to cheat the SAT, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But... The main character sucks, does nothing, he's very fucking boring, but it didn't need to be that way. Uh, Shaft took a lot of fucking liberties in this whole anime, but for some reason, they decided we'll just do nothing with the main character, and I kind of, yeah. that was disappointing. Yeah, like they... They do eventually give the main character a motivation later on, but it's just really, like, rushed and, like, it feels more like him accepting his fate rather than deciding it. And that's kind of, like, very antithetical to every other fate, you know, anime. is It's about people, like, kind of changing their own fate, not... Well, I, I'm supposed to die uh, in order to do this thing, so, okay, I guess I'll die. Um, so that's just kind of what they do. But, um, moving on to just the, the deal with the anime. The anime restructures the beginning of the game so that instead of it taking place in a school, which, by the way, in, in the entire, you know, Fate Extra game, you are in the school the whole time, even after the selection round ends. You're in the school, like, until you advance to the seventh tournament, and then you can actually go up to the Angelica cage but uh, in the anime once you leave the school you're just like oh um surprise uh, the, the Grail War doesn't exist anymore uh, so there's these seven layers uh, that go all the way up to the Grail on the very top and each of these layers just it, it turns out that uh, the second the main character like gets into the Grail War qualifications like the grail war already was fought a thousand years ago and people are like just kind of settled on each of the different layers so he starts off in layer one where shinji is the the floor master which is also not a concept in the game that that made no fucking sense to me either um like okay. uh, just a lot of this anime and it may just be because i've never played uh the ccc um game so i don't know what the hell happens in that i played the fgo event you know but that didn't really that's just as good. shed very much light on it but this anime it really just seems like like shaft just like you know what it is you know what, what? it is shaft what? turned this anime into fucking sword art online that's what they did yeah. they made the whole <laughs> setting they were just yeah. like you know what hang on for fate extra i actually have a lot to say about this yeah, so the main, my main fucking issue with this is because they, they took Fate, which is like typically a Battle Royale style show, and they, they turned it into a Monster of the Week format show, which is completely ass backwards to what Fate is all about. Because, you know, for example, Fate Zero or Fate Kino, as I call it, shits out like 14 characters just in the first episode, and you get to spend the next like 20 or so episodes finding out about their motivations, their backstories, learning about the masters and the servants and stuff. And it's kind of like a cool mystery story where the characters sort of, you know, get more developed and you learn more about them as the story goes on. Um, 
you don't get to learn anything about Francis Drake or Robin Hood. You basically only know these characters for like less than 20 minutes because Umu's on screen 90% of the time. Yeah. So it just kind of completely is antithetical to everything that like any person who likes Fate, like if you like Apocrypha, Zero, uh, Blade Works, whatever, and none of the stuff that you liked or would appeal to you for that would uh, apply to this shit. Like, I don't know who, who would enjoy this. Like, I don't know who's the audience of this. That brings me to another important point where, like, I get, let's just say we forgive Shaft for writing their own story for Fate Extra, whatever, don't care. They kind of left out, like, part of the spirit of the story in the game. In, in Fate Extra, it's a very persona-like game, so a lot of time is not spent directly in battle. It's spent, like, doing research and going around the school and, and doing all this shit and, like, looking for things and clues and stuff. It's a very much of, like, a investigator-type game. Yeah, like Persona the tournament, 4. The tournament is only once a week, so you are assigned your enemy at the beginning of the week after you beat the last tournament. You are assigned your enemy... And you have a whole week to go in the dungeons and level up your character and also spend some time researching on who your opponent is to try and like learn what their weaknesses are. That's the primary loop of the game all the way through the seven different uh, tournament brackets. They don't have any of that in this. It's just like they, oh, they, they beat one tournament. All right, right on to the next one. And the next episode literally will like start with them in, already in battle with the next flavor of the week monster. And I feel like that just really sucks because like all of the characters, they keep the same characters that you're going to face in the game, but it's just like, you don't see anything at all about them. And they're all like really interesting and you just don't get to learn much of anything about them. Like the whole entire beginning of the game, the, the first enemy you face is uh, Shinji and Ryder, and they have like a cool dynamic and you spend like a week researching them and the whole time like they're trying to cheat the game by like preemptively attacking you while you're in the dungeons and stuff like that which is a violation of the rules that it's like Shinji his character is like revealed to you like okay he's like a cheater he'll do anything to win fuck the rules fuck like you know morals or ethics or anything he's gonna do anything it takes to win then you have the next opponent you face after that, which is the old Shinji guy is that a nobody remembers. Fucking psychopath. Yeah, the I, next the old one, guy is like the sniper from Metal Gear Solid Three. He's the sniper yeah. from Metal Gear Solid Three. But in the game, what's neat about him is he is a knight, and he has like a knight's honor. So like he is the opposite of Shinji. He doesn't want to attack you, you know, behind your back or do anything like that. But his servant is more like Shinji's, like, his servant takes the liberty of trying to, like, attack you off guard and stuff like that. And you see, like, you see the, the main knight guy, you see him, like, reprimand his servant using a command seal. Which is something that would be horribly disadvantageous to do in an actual Grail War, but because this tournament style, like, enforces a certain level of, uh following the rules and stuff like that's an interesting thing they do in the game this the whole thing wiped out completely because let's make it sword art online yeah as for the characters though we, we do have i think the saving grace of the show is Ooh. that well at least umu is the main character and yeah. umu's fucking great that that is true she is very good umu really has to like pick up for a lot of the slack yeah. in the confusing plot because 
Like I said, you played Fate Extra. The plot is not going to make any sense in this show because they yeah. just want to change. They want to change way too much stuff around. Th that's, that's the weird thing about it is I've heard people say, oh, it makes... It's better if you've played Fate Extra, but they change the plot so much that I don't think it really matters very much. I, I feel like in some ways, playing Fate Extra makes the show a little more confusing because of how different it is. Yeah, honestly, I would say go into the show blind if you haven't played Fate Extra. You're going to probably enjoy it. The main thing that's like a little confusing from the beginning is like how the moon cell works um th that's, that's the that's the one they thing. don't really explain that in the game either yeah they give you a, a small minor amount of backstory on it like they're like oh yeah humans discovered this in xyz year and they figured out how to hack into it and do stuff with it and blah 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 and here's how all the people fighting in the ground war here's how they got to them sale they hacked into it and projected themselves to it and whatever like that that that's a good way to like patch up the fact that it is kind of a confusing plot element yeah the, the game you know the game tries to explain itself to you um you know shaft they don't they don't really like writing they're not they're not very good writers they're they're decent animators um they like some of the do... visuals in this are very strong they're a little out of place but they are very nice um, Shaft doesn't write very well. Uh, they don't. They don't like explaining things. And I know that like, not everything has to be explained, but it's it's to a point where it negatively affects the show for ninety nine percent of people that watch it are going yeah. to be annoyed by this. Like, if you're the type of person that, like, doesn't like knowing what's happening, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, if you, you enjoy, enjoy Monogatari, if you enjoy Monogatari, like, by all means, you'll love yeah. this show. If you, if you think that things being vague and unexplained automatically means that it's, like, really artistic and good, yeah. or like, um, <laughs> you'll love this. It's two things. It's things not being explained and people turning towards the camera at awkward angles oh, yeah. and still yeah. shots. <laughs> and then still shots of the background and then more still shots of the characters angled their head backwards in a weird yeah. way like if you like that go right ahead like corbo would probably love this anyway i i don't know dude like i fucking i hated like i, I this is like the worst fate show in my opinion oh, hands down for sure so far that we've seen we still haven't watched fate prototype so that's yeah, to be decided at that point but i uh, forgot about fate prototype the, i've heard first, it's bad the so. first full show uh fate prototype is like an ova yeah i would even argue it's worse than the dean anime now, i haven't seen the dean the dean movie so maybe that just fucking that might sucks. blow it out the water. But I haven't seen that, but from what I ha what I have seen, it is easily the worst. Uh, there was no reason for this anime to suck other than the studio that made it just like didn't feel like hiring good writers and didn't want to uh, stick with the use story the of the actor. Game. Yeah, yeah. Now I'll tell you the reason why because. There is, you know, like I said, Shaft added a lot to the story that didn't need to be there, but they also took away from some of the core elements of Fate Extra. Like, for one one thing, Tamamo is in Fate Extra, 
and in the anime, Shaft decided to literally shaft her yeah. by giving her two cameos in the whole anime. Now, you if you've seen this anime before, you may be confused, like, well, where's Tamamo at? Yeah. Well, she's other, not even credited. Anyway. She's not even credited. Yeah, she's not even given credits. Uh, Tamamo appears in, what was it, episode, like, two? Episode two um, and episode um, 12, I think. Episode two and episode 12. So... In episode two, they're in this, uh, they're in the little pod, or they're in, like, some kind of room or something that belongs to Tosaka, and she's giving a healing medicine to, uh, Nero, and when the camera pans over to this healing potion, you see a little cartoon of Tamamo on the back of it. It looks similar to if you have Tamamo's Bond CE and FGO, the, uh, Tamamo Club. It looks exactly like that, so that's Tamamo's first appearance. Really based, gave me, uh, you know, really gave me uh, like a good first impression of the show, but they just really wore out their welcome by not having Tamamo, you know, continue yeah. to show up. Yeah. And we also see her briefly in the background in episode 12 when Twice Peaceman yeah, like a, is a uh, over. having like a flashback. You see a silhouette, I mean, it's a itty bitty silhouette in the top right corner of the screen. But it's like unmistakably to Mamo. She's got a little bushy tail. She's got fox ears, and she's got like her she's little got the robe, outfit, the her robe. robe. Yeah, I think I saw some Tamamo cards too. There may have been Tamamo cards uh, somewhere, but like that's Tamamo the only two sure. times that I saw Tamamo in the anime, yeah. and I just feel like that's that's incredibly fucked up because very unacceptable. Anyone yeah. who's played the game knows that Tamamo is the best part of the game. Yeah, like, hands what down. What the fuck, Bill Gates? This is Tamamo's game. It's Tamamo's game. I mean, it's Tomato's game. Like I played this. Yeah. For all of two weeks, and every time I was streaming it on uh, the voice chat, Keg would hop in and go, "Oh, tomato," <laughs> or some <laughs> yeah. thing like that. Whenever you saw me playing it, yeah, because it's Tomato's game. It's Tomato's game. Um, yeah. Now I do get that they were, you know, not trying to mix up the different routes because there are three routes in the game depending on the character you choose, and there's good and bad endings for them. So yes, this is just going with the if you choose the you know baby bitch difficulty where you get Nero, that's that's what we got in the anime was you chose Nero, but still Tamamo could have been at least credited for holding the show together. Frankly, yeah, like if you did not see the Tamamo sticker and Tamamo shadow, the whole show would have fallen apart and probably have been the worst zero anime out of 10. It would I had ever out of 10. seen. Easily a zero out of ten. No questions asked. It's strange they didn't at least attempt to uh, put her in somehow. Like, they shoehorned a bunch of stuff from uh, Fate Extra CCC into the anime, and that didn't need to be there. So, like, why can't you shoehorn Tamamo in? Yeah. I feel like Tamamo is a more important uh, part of Fate Extra than, like, some weird thing... About where, like, like the the moon set the seraph falling apart or whatever yeah and like, or like there being two versions of the main character yeah like shit, like, shit that. like that like none of that really needs to be very important oh yeah uh rin was in this show she was pretty good actually osaka was good in this show i liked her yeah. I, I really like rin's design in uh fate extra because they gave her like oh what do you call them 
like the little kind of straps on her uh her knee socks were very very slutty she looks like yeah. a absolutely eager ganky and horny little slut cake i like her uh, little transformation <laughs> she does she has a, a demi servant form i mean that's pretty hot too she's got her ass and tits out yep. i mean that helped me concentrate on the anime. I also liked that one episode where Nero's ass window was like really super detailed for one frame. Yeah. And then immediately from that point on for the rest of the episode, the budget takes like a nosedive straight down and everything just looks <laughs> like crap in comparison. <laughs> they got their priorities straight. Yeah, that's another thing. We gotta like point that out. Like the animation of the show. So if you average out the animation through the show, it gets a pretty okay rating. No, it's yeah. no ufotable. They're no ufotable, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. But the scenes where like Nero's ass window is visible, suddenly it's 60 frames a second. It's in 4K. Like yeah. you've got like, all this really nice like filters. It looks like ufotable animated just the ass window scenes. Yeah. And then like immediately as soon as Umu's not on the screen, like fucking nose dives the budget. It's insane. That is. That is I like one that. of the I thought that was funny. I will give to um to Shaft. Uh they do uh, They know their priorities. They yeah. have their priorities straight. Yeah, whenever Coomer shit happens in one of their shows, um the animation always shoots right fucking up, dude. Right. Uh but speaking of Coomer shit, we have a we have a little bit of an ad read to uh read off. Oh yeah. For. Yeah. So you guys may have heard, you know, the webcast. We've been in a little bit of financial trouble. Yeah. Thankfully, we got bailed out uh, by our friends over at Otano JP. Um, yeah. They they wrote me a check. They <laughs> sent it to my email. They said I have two dollars and fifty cents of store credit, and I think that's yeah. really going to carry the show for the next few months <laughs> of uh, you know the cost of recording and stuff. Um, if you don't know what Otano JP is, um, it is uh, let me. Let me look at there. Yeah, Japan's number one adult toy shop. Over 3,000 items available with worldwide discreet shipping. If you want to know what that means, it means um they mark they mark your on a hole in shipping on the customs form as a um as a toy soldier. Uh, that's what they write on the customs form. Uh -huh. Um, which yeah. is interesting. Okay, so um. They had a couple yeah. of products they wanted us to shout out, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to read a review. Um... <laughs> What's the product? What's the product? The, the, name this this product is called iCup Fucking Tits. Okay. <laughs> um, these are these are some silicone breasts that are you know perfect size to wrap your hands in. But you know, don't take my word for it. Let's take PK. Uh, let's see what... I wonder who that is. I, I wonder who that is. Yeah, I wonder who busted. PK is. Yeah, busted. Well, well, busted. <laughs> busted. Here's what they had to say about the product. If you want to fuck some tits, this is it. Brilliant set of boobs. If you want some big, perfect-feeling boobs, you can't go wrong here. My only negative would be that the flat bag makes them quite hard to use in the hand. Yeah, I've like, experienced that before. That is a bit disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you want to you want to use them in the hand, but sometimes you gotta slap them on the desk. You know, uh, make sure your desk is like bolstered down well. You don't want to shake all your shit off of it. But of course, if they were wider or thicker at the back, they would be less fulfilling. 
when put on a table or desk for flat Missouri. Still recommended, though. That is uh, PK's review. Uh, PK gave him five stars. That is, what are they called? I cup fucking tits on Otana JP. And how much are those? In, uh, those are, well, there's actually a sale going on. Oh, I mean, that's great. Yeah. Um, they don't have USD on here. Yeah, they, for some reason they've switched the website to Australian dollars. Um, and some things are in yen, so you're gonna have to pay a foreign exchange fee when you buy yeah. from them. Okay, but, uh, so they are actually on sale. MSRP, $168. Pretty, pretty steep, but you know, this is a quality project. iCup fucking tits by Magic Eyes. Great product. Um, but right now, you can actually get $73 off. And they are $95. That's a pretty good price. I would really jump on that if I were you, personally. I already got my set right here. But uh, here, I'm going to squeeze them. What's yeah, the promo code? Promo code is Corbo, of course. What would it be? You want to sign up on OtanaJP. That's O-T-O-N-A-J-P.com slash Corbo to get that discount. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, Frig, they sent you a product to read. Yeah, out. they sent me a, a pretty interesting product. So I've bought from them in the past, and um, they, you know, they knew that I liked the Puniana SPDX. So they sent me a new product this time, the Virgin Age Admission Hard Edition. Uh, it's uh, on a hole by Toys Heart, and it's got a whole bunch of reviews, really highly rated, 4.6 average stars. And I just wanted to read a review out here. Um, this is from Granin, G-R-A-N-I-N, uh, he's been a member since 2018, and he says, Your resistance only makes my lowly pussy tire. Behind what? that cute smiling exterior lies cold-hearted bitch eager to punish you if you dare to not give her all the attention she deserves. Just nutted into another hole and trying to give her your sloppy seconds, she will crush your head, making it way too sensitive to move inside. Trying to bullshit her and not give her attention she deserves by working yourself up for a few minutes, she will push that blood right back into your pathetic body. Cheating and pouring what? tons of lube inside? Well, good job. Now you're pretty much fucking the lube and not her. And she will launch away straight into Earth's mesosphere the moment you dare to loosen your grip. Did everything alright? Good luck holding on for more than a minute, you worthless pig. This on a hole is definitely not for everyone. If you are the kind of guy who just wants to enjoy himself while doing as little work as possible, then you should avoid it like the plague. But if you are the kind of person who seeks challenge everywhere, and or is extremely turned on by the concept of being too big for anything, then it's the best thing ever. Just don't expect to be able to have fun with it right away unless you already have a lot of experience with super tight toys. Yeah, you know... I've um, I've known many people that own this product. They've uh, they've said to me, "Oh, I use promo code Corbo, and I actually bought this product for myself, and I loved it." Um, you know, from what I hear, it really is the Dark Souls of Ona Holes. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So promo code Corbo OtanaJP.com, and thank you very much, OtanaJP, for. The two dollars store credit that you gave to Frig, it'll go to good use. Absolutely. All right, that was an ad read. Uh, we liked it a lot. Love Otani JP. Uh, Jejin, you said you wanted to say something. 
Yeah, I I want to bring up something that I liked about the anime. Eh, there's only so many opportunities you can say this, so I might as well. There's a, kind of a two-part arc where they fight uh, Nursery Rhyme, which is basically an amalgamation of like all the fairy tales, like Alice in Wonderland and Grimm and all this other stuff. And um, it, ha it has a very cool uh, animation. If you had watched uh, he the Heaven's Field trilogy in, in part two specifically, where Soccer is having the weird MK Ultra dreams, it's very similar. <coughs> it's very similar to that. And it's, uh, I liked that part uh, where they kind of had the surreal visuals and all the weird audio. That was one of the few times Shaft actually pulled through because it, it did remind me of some of that weird shit they sometimes have in Fate. Um, the actual battle itself kind of sucked and the master in that arc sucked. Like it was a little yeah, Corbo child. I thought the battle was pretty lame. Uh, it was probably one of the better ones in the show, but that's not really saying a whole lot. Um, yeah. But the, mu the battle music... Uh, was actually uh, I liked it at least. I thought it was very good. It, it doesn't hold a candle to anything from the game soundtrack, but it's it was good. I thought it was all right. See, the thing is, I didn't like the kind of idol soundtrack uh, during most of the anime. I liked all of the battle sounds. So, like you know, whenever Umu does anything, it plays. Uh, I believe the name of the song is uh, "The Ultimate Emperor." Mm -hmm. uh, that's a really cool track. I like that. Um, and a lot of the other characters do have, um, you know, yeah. their own personal soundtrack. Except when they cheap out and they give Gawain and Francis Drake the exact same background song for their Noble Phantasm. That's really cool. Thanks, Shaft. You didn't give them two separate sounds. Yeah. Um, you couldn't afford one more song. When I didn't like the show a whole lot. I thought some of the writing was pretty bad. I, I will say that the animation and the soundtrack do live up to the uh, average fate standard that you've come to expect over the years. If you if you average together like Dean and Euphotable, like the middle of that is about what you're going to get out of this. It's pretty similar to Apocrypha's animation and uh, soundtrack, though I would say that uh, Apocrypha is going to have a lot more Kino uh, OSTs in it than this one. My, my problems with Shaft comes more from their writing and uh, their presentation more so than their actual animation quality. Like uh, Nisekoi was a uh, show by Shaft that I actually really enjoyed. Um, the one thing they animated the best, and Frigg, I think you would agree, is Umu. Yeah, I mean, Umu was kind of the sole focus of the entire budget, of the, the animation budget. Um, I mean, to the point that, like, the main character, you know, like, he doesn't even have, like, a different outfit or anything, but Umu, like, they animated all the little frills on her dress and her ass window and her, like, kind of sweat running down the side of her neck, you know, and uh, her buttered pasta noodle hair, you know, all of that stuff, really excellent quality on Umu. Only thing I, I really, you know, would have to criticize is, like, that there wasn't more ass window shots because I feel like that could have patched up more of the plot holes in the story. Uh, if they showed Uma's ass window more frequently, or perhaps had it go a little bit further down, you know. Um, but it was it was pretty good. I mean, I would have liked to seen Tamamo, uh, you know, animated in the show. That would have been great to see Tamamo uh, moving 
in a scene, that would be great. But Yeah, uh, we didn't know. see a single tomato boob or anything. Yeah, no tomato animations, no, you know, listening to uh, Chiwa Saito's amazing uh, yeah. voice acting for tomato. Dude, um, like, tomato and, you know, pun not intended, was really just fucking shafted from this shit. Like, it, it, they, they don't use her for fucking anything. She's still hasn't really been in any of the anime uh she's been in the uh what's it fucking called the rio thing yeah she she made an appearance in the uh the rio uh the little mini series anime for fgo yeah which she had a good performance in that i like that uh um, yeah to I, what is oh tomato um, yeah I'll, uh yeah, tomato um, tomato, we love her. I mean, I'm really looking forward to the remake coming up for uh, Fate Extra and Fate Extra CCC, the Fate Extra Last Record. Uh, everything I've seen from that really looks like they're going to overhaul the game substantially and make it uh, a lot nicer. It's supposed to be coming sometime this year, but there's no real official statement on the release date, but I'm really hyped for that. Tomatoes, uh, Tomatoes performance in that was actually one of the primary trailers that they showed for it, and it is really top notch. Yeah, she even reacted to the game live, and made yeah, some yeah, they they had voices. like yeah, they had a uh, a live recording where they gave a VTuber of Tomato to the uh, voice actor Chiba Saito, and you get to oh yeah, they give like a VTuber of Tamamo to her, and she's like live reacting to her own trailer. Yeah, it's well, really um, good. Uh, I, I have heard that uh, false rumor. Um, the truth is, is that they actually flew out the uh, real Tamamo well, to yeah. the studio. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it was the real Tamamo. I mean, yeah. she looked very good. It was just way too good to be a VTuber. Yeah, yeah. It, it had to be the real Tamamo. It was Tamamo. the real Tamamo. It was the real uh, Tamamo. Yeah, uh, I, I think nowadays, like this year um, and next year and just the upcoming time period it's kind of shitty but it's a pretty good time to be a fan of uh type moon stuff there's a new melty blood game coming out that looks uh, pretty good Sukahime remake i think or yeah Sukahime remake um, i've seen like trailers of that i don't know uh what to expect going in with that i don't know how high i have my expectations i never actually read the original vn but yeah. i would like to at some point yeah, um, yeah. Hey everyone, sorry about that. Technical difficulties, but we are back. Uh, I believe before we left off, we were talking about upcoming Type Moon games. Sukahime, Melty Blood and Fate Extra, a new one. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say, like, honestly, man, like, this is the, uh, this is the year of Tomato. Like, this uh, is, I mean, yeah. we're gonna have Fate Extra last record, which will have Tamamo. Uh, she's, you know, featured very prominently. She even got her own trailer, but they got the real Tamamo to react live to, uh, her game. Uh, we've got, uh, Melty Blood, which, uh, if you're used to, it's going to be very similar to old Melty Blood in its like kind of sort of art direction and mechanics, but it is yeah, just, uh, much nicer looking. Like they just hired good artists this time. Yeah, yeah. 
The um, one complaint I have though is they took away the hood scoops from um, Arcoid's head. Um, yeah. I don't really like that. Yeah, that's weird. Um, because they're making a new Sugihime game. Fucking Arcoid looks fucking weird. Yeah, she's like, she doesn't have like big hood scoops to draw in fresh air from the outside, and I'm yeah. a little concerned that she's not gonna be able to breathe as easy. Yeah, she looks like Jan now without yeah. her ponytail. I kind of see that. Yeah, it's like Jan if she had like a part in her hair instead of like, uh, instead of just like long, free flowing hair. Yeah, I don't. I it's don't also like kind of weird that, I don't know if you ever noticed this, but like Arcoid, when she's like talking to uh, the protagonist, she's always like bent down, but the top of her head is still like at the top of your line of vision, which makes me believe that um, Shiki Kun is uh, a manlet. Or she's a cone head. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, have you seen cone heads? Those Can we talk insane. about cone heads for a little bit? Dude. Because yeah. cone heads, man. What a movie. You know? I believe a, a 1993 movie. You know, let's let's go over who's in it. We have Adam Sandler, of course. Great. Obviously. You can't have a funny guy. movie without him. Yeah. Grown Ups 2. Grown Ups 1. Um, you know, Chris Farley. Um, he's dead, so I can't say that he sucks. I think that's how it works. Um, David Spade, of course. Everyone loves David Spade. And you brought up Coneheads, Jedrin. Say something about Coneheads. What are you oh, doing? Oh shit, did I? Oh, I never actually watched Coneheads. I didn't watch it either. I just saw, <laughs> I just saw a picture of the poster and lolled at it because they're Coneheads. It's like the Chud movie. Nobody's actually seen it. Yeah, we're keeping this in. The Coneheads is a great movie. I've seen it multiple times. It's my favorite <laughs> film. It has Dan yeah, Aykroyd and Adam times. Sandler, dude. What the fuck? Chris Farley's yeah, I've seen in it? Coneheads a hundred times. Dude, I've watched the Coneheads. Of, I'm, I'm a Coneheads, yeah. and I'm a Conehead. Yeah. Heads. My understanding of uh, Coneheads the movie is that there are aliens that are Coneheads. And uh, they're really wacky and funny. I think Chris Farley fucks a conehead. I think that happens in it. I don't know. It's a really good movie. And you know what I would recommend it over? <laughs> fate Extra. The fucking worst Fate anime probably ever. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I maybe I'd say if you still like want to go through and watch this anime, I think you can get enjoyment out of it just... Watch the supercut of every time Umu's ass window is on screen, yeah. and I think you're gonna get like 90% of the story. Um, or you're gonna, it's more like the, the plot holes are gonna be kind of filled up if you just watch the Umu ass window. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't have to really worry about all the other stuff. Um, there was one particular scene that, you know, maybe you should watch on top of ass window just to like kind of further strengthen your hatred of Corbo. Uh, there's a part. In the episode where he fights um, Alice or Nurse yeah. Rhyme, and he is really close to petting her head, but at the very last minute he stops, you know, because he doesn't want to be Corbo. You might have thought, you know, okay, 
There's nothing. There's no way they can talk about Korra this episode. You no way wrong. at all. You would you'd be, be wrong. fucking wrong. Oh no, dude. Judging Corbo, you you had something to say about Corbo. Yeah, yeah. I had a gamer PTSD flashback because for some reason this anime it reminded me of the time Corbo made us watch Monogatari for some reason. And he made us sit through and about I, five or six episodes of it, and it, it was fucking it was sucked. Not, it, it reminds me of this sucked. quote from Big Tony, where he yeah, smart guy. He says. It's trying so hard to be meaningful, and it's stupid. And I don't know what better way to describe that show, because it's the exact same thing. It's like talking heads, both like bloom filter backgrounds. Like I watch anime for for hot bitches, cool robots, uh, getting trading cards shilled to me, and other plastic shit I don't need. I don't watch it to stare at paintings. That's what I. That's what I open my Yu-Gi-Oh binder for. Right. So true. And I just think, like, honestly, just the, I hated just the design of all of the, um, like, I get that, like, the original game's aesthetic would be boring as an anime since they spend, like, 90% of the time in either a school building or in, like, a dungeon crawler game where it's just, like, blue square-shaped tiles everywhere. I get that that's kind of boring, so, like, they wanted to do a little artistic crap with it, but... The backgrounds they came up with for every scene were just like kind of stupid and it seemed like the floor that they were on was meant to like mimic the personality of the the monster of the week they were fighting which didn't make any fucking sense because the floors are created by Seraph, not by whoever's the current floor master yeah the the visuals are very nice like they, they look cool most of the they floors cool. are pretty yeah. interesting i noticed that the uh that when they had the scene where they fought drake and shinji there were a bunch of pirate ships and the ones that appeared as background back ships were drawn and the one that they were standing on was cgi yeah you know you, you also have to make of note good. also of note um Drake herself is drawn, except for the guns that she's holding, which are CGI, and that looks weird and jarring. And I don't know why they did shit like that. It is harder to track a CGI gun into someone's hand than it is to draw a gun. You yeah. Know? It doesn't like even move. It artist. like doesn't even move that much. Like it just follows along their hand. I don't see why that was so difficult. But the only thing it moved was is a flintlock so there's like a scene where she tries to shoot the flintlock and it misfires you know like that is the only part where it moves yeah. i don't really get why it had to be cgi but not the rest of her it was very very odd i just i didn't really get that i would have preferred if the anime just picked one like either draw it or do cgi it would make sense for the game to be cgi being that the setting is in like a cyberspace vr thing it would yeah. make total sense if the whole thing had like CGI kind of prevalent, but it's just weird and like it's, it's just like oddly like uh, oddly what's utilized, the word? Yeah. It's it, yeah, it's weirdly utilized. Like, well, it's not like consistent. in a show like Initial D, the cars are CGI and that kind of sucks. But at least like they're it's consistently CGI. Reason. There's a reason for it, and it you know it varies from season to season but it looks pretty good most of the time um in this like the cgi is like of somewhat inconsistent quality and like it's used randomly yeah 
like one of the really Kino fights uh, was Gawain versus Nero, and like Gawain's sword is CGI in the one like fragment of the scene where he throws it up in the sky to use his noble phantasm. Like his whole noble phantasm is CGI, yeah. and that was just like weird. I don't know why they had to do that. Like it, it really made it look wonky. Other than that, scene was really Kino. Yeah, the fights were pretty good. I'm gonna say the last one at the end kind of went on a little too long for me. Uh, there was really no reason for the final episode of the show to be um, an hour minutes. long. Yeah. yeah, dude. Like, um, I was looking into it during the break. The first ten episodes of the show were shown on TV, and then um, later on, the last three episodes were released a few months later and they were like a box uh, or something. yeah they were they were OVAs that's weird because they're not like OVAs they're just the, the last three episodes it's really strange that they would do it that way I'm wondering whether they had like little faith in this show like Oz probably isn't gonna do great uh, we'll just release some of it on TV <laughs> like he's like like and I, they have gotten such bad ratings they were trying to like can it or something and they I, just like after canning it they like did the last three episodes to just wrap it up but like i don't i was disappointed because like the last three episodes were good in my opinion I, they were better than the previous 10 in terms of just general quality and consistency of like the story yeah i just didn't get why they didn't just have the same like consistent story writing for the first 10 episodes they did for the last three. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm wondering if, like, it got bad reviews in Japan. Um, I know over here it got pretty bad reviews for sure. Um, a lot of people... I mean, everywhere I see show. it talked about online, like, people just kind of rag on it. Um, and yeah. really, it's, it, it is only saved by, like, if you're an absolute Nero head. Yeah. Like, sure, go ahead, man. You'll, you'll like, probably like it. This is not even like a, oh, I like Nero a lot. I rolled her and I was pretty hyped when it happened. This is a, like, you are dedicated to Nero. You have you every have Nero five. Yeah, you have, you have an MP5 Nero. Nero that you intentionally rolled for. Yes. You have, like, fucking, like, I don't know, the Nero own a hole. And you Twelve. hate Tamamo. You have to also yeah. hate Tamamo. Yeah, if you are, I would say demonic. Um, yeah. A demonic that hates Tamamo. I don't know how someone could hate Tamamo. Um, if you hate Tamamo. But also really like Nero. But really like Nero. This is your show. I don't know, man. I just, yeah. you know, I... You know, I think that Tamamo got a much better cameo in um, Prisma Ilia, where there was uh, one scene where um, Kuro was dressed up as Tamamo Cat. Uh, that was a much better cameo for Tamamo. You know, we're, we're gonna have to do Ilya at some point, and I've been dreading it this whole fucking time. Yeah. And we're like, <laughs> we're, we're running out of feet. We're running out of fake stuff to do besides, I mean, I am more than happy to, uh, spurg out for hours, uh, yeah. over Prisma Ilia. Yeah, but, that's uh, true. It may get the negative kind of attention, you know, from, uh, from some of our mutuals, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely, uh, it's definitely up there on my list. <laughs> I wanted to ask a, quest a quick question 
little poll survey for everyone. Yeah. What did you guys like the best about Umu? Uh, I really liked her kind of angry cat noises she made during like fights and stuff. Yeah. They were pretty Kino. Uh, the just I don't know. It sounds like a kitten, and I wanted to take her home, whether she wanted to or not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just good. I'm a big fan of the ass window. Um, it's it's great. I know it's a very obvious answer, but I don't know, dude. Like, you don't even need to pull her dress down. You just stick it right in there, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's got convenient access. Is kind of the key to Nero, you know, and that's why um she's such a popular role on FGO. But my favorite about Nero is her yummy buttered pasta noodle hair. And some people have called me, you know, a schizophrenic weirdo for noticing this <laughs> about every anime girl character. Like, how does her hair possibly taste? And Nero's very clearly tastes like buttered pasta. I mean, it just looks like it. There's like a, a reflective sheen to it from all the olive oil. And, um, I mean, I don't know. You know she's, she's Roman also, so there's going to be like additional olive oil that just, you know, comes from her skin. Yeah. But, um... You know, I don't, she just looks really delicious. I want to eat her up. Yeah, dude. You know, I will say, Umu is very nice. I like um, Umu. I, yeah. like I think, um, I think that's all we have to say. I think we're kind of stretching this one because there wasn't a whole yeah. lot to say about this show. Like, the reason, because uh, people have asked us to do a lot of shows, and we do have plans for doing a couple things that people have been fucking just asking us really like annoying us uh you guys are a burden on us <laughs> uh yeah. we we don't like you we just like the uh, zero dollars we're gonna get from yeah the clout i mean it's really yeah. all about the, the 30 <laughs> follow it's all about the 18 followers on poas yeah. and the uh we're not we're the not your three, fucking friend three to seven and people stop that watch putting our streams. show on while you sit at the campfire yeah don't yeah don't watch us at weird. a campfire like we're your yeah. friends but put uh, your dick away if you dude, do stop if it. you do want to watch tony stream on dlive.tv slash big tony uh 16 11 yeah. Uh, or is it just Big Tony? Big Tony sixteen eleven on YouTube, Trovo, and D Live. Yeah. Um, uh, and we expect to see more than three of you fuckers there at a time because yeah. we're not getting paid zero dollars to do this for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck, guys? Like you know, if you want to see more uh, promotional content from Otana JP, like we gotta bump up our viewership on D Live yeah. in order to get those those big boy deals of maybe five dollars <laughs> of in store credit for all the holes. Yeah, you know maybe maybe in a year we'll have enough store credit to buy a single bottle of um, Pedo Bear Lube. <laughs> oh, yeah, which, yeah was, which... which is a product available on Otana JP slash Corbo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there is uh, a lube that they sell that's just a picture of Pedo Bear, and that's just what Wait, it is. It was lube? I thought it was honey. Uh, it's honey flavored lube, I think. Oh, uh, okay. I put some on my toast this morning. Uh, I wanted to try it. It probably tastes fine. Did, did they just yeah, like. It was kind of so greasy. Here, here's what I'm guessing happened someone was like um, Googling. Okay, this is our like maybe it's like Lolly themed loop, and it's like okay, um, and of course Lollycon I believe translates to pedophile. I don't fucking know. So I've, I've seen <laughs> I've seen Japanese people uh, when they speak in English <laughs> use them interchangeably. Yeah, 
What's oh, the uh, so Jejin, What's the green text uh, or the copy paste uh, of the Japanese guy? He's like uh, starting a new pedophile VTuber channel. Uh, here's your new pedophile. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he says yeah, no, guy. don't translate. It like yeah, that. the comments it are like, no, 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 no. No, they're gonna find that or something. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason we don't do a lot of shows that we don't like because 99% of a show uh, of the time when a show is like not good and we don't enjoy it we don't really have a whole lot to say about it and that's like and i was disappointed man i was really hyped for the show i like torrented it didn't read any of the reviews about it went in blind because i was just like i like umu umu's nice i rolled yeah. the summer umu and wailed for her yeah like this is gonna be a great great show it's got umu yeah. And, like, they really, like, flanderized my internal vision of what the show would be about by just, like, they really went all out on, like, no, it's just Umu and literally nothing else and there's no plot. Yeah, like, and I think, I think we're, we're wrapping up around now. Um, you know, final thoughts, for me at least, is it's just disappointing. Like, the, the worst thing... And boring. The worst thing a show can do, in my opinion, is be boring. And that that's that's kind of what this did. Like the last yeah. like three episodes, um, it, they were they were pretty high quality compared to the others. But the studio taking liberties didn't necessarily need to be a bad thing. If they just directly copied the game, I don't think it would have been good. Our complaints, I think, at least for me, um, I can't speak for everyone else, wasn't that the show was different from the game. It was just that, like, it it was worse. And it. I just got, like, the similar vibes of writing from, like, early chapters of FGO when the writing really, like, just wasn't interesting at all. It's like, there's just, I don't know, there's just, like, not a hero's journey. There's not, like, all of your core, like, really, really basic story writing elements are just kind of like there's not even a really a clear climax to the story unless you want to count like they beat mr fragments of 2030 like okay but it would mean it wasn't really that entertaining to watch like there's a lot of cool elements from the game that could have totally been adapted in a really interesting way like all the code cast shit they didn't even really touch on this topic like the fact that the players in the Grail War are all hackers that, like, have ways of, like, modifying Seraph through code casts, like, man, they could have done cool shit with that, and, like, they just didn't. I don't know. I just feel like they, like, it's, it's not, I'm not so much bothered by the changing of the story just because, like Tom said, like, you couldn't just adapt the game's story directly. Like, it would be like making a Persona anime where, like, there's five episodes of just walking around the school in between, like, big battles and stuff. Like, yeah, you couldn't really do that. But, uh, it's still, like, I don't know, they could have done some different stuff with this to make it more interesting. They could have had Tamamo, uh, which would have really saved the anime no matter how bad the writing is. If they just had Tamamo, uh, would have made it much better. True. That's really all I got to say about it. Yeah, I. So would we recommend it? I, I think I can speak for all of us when I say no, no. not really. It's boring and underwhelming. 
I would go on YouTube and look up like a super clip of all the fights. The fights were cool, but like they were really right. drugged down. Some of them are cool. They get drugged down by just the rest of the just lackluster story. Uh, yeah. The Gawain fight is cool. Um, parts of the Twice Peaceman fight are cool. Uh, Nero stopping Chakra Vartan was cool, and that's and the first fight with Drake is cool. And, yeah. Um, and that's about the extent of what was entertaining. Yeah, so it's pretty obvious that like none of us would really recommend this anime. It's it's not very good. It breaks my heart, because I love Nero. I love yeah. Lumu. If you gotta watch all of them, you know, see it if you're one of those kind of people that needs to see every fucking spinoff. Yeah, but, but I um, would put this one last in your list of watches. Yeah, if you're just looking to see the fate extra story i would recommend the game i didn't beat it i wasn't the biggest fan of the combat yeah i would say honestly wait for the remake it's coming out really soon and the remake is supposed to overhaul the combat system to not be so fucking autistic it's gonna be it's actually the remake's combat system is gonna work a lot more similar to fgo just in 3d and that is gonna be a much better like if you've seen gameplay of the uh arcade version of FGO, the 3D one where you get to directly control characters. It works like that, but but in like a turn-based uh, dungeon crawler style. So I think you'll really enjoy that one. And you'll get the same story. Most likely they're going to be pretty faithful to the story. The, the trailers that have came out so far made it really look like they're not planning to diverge too much from the, the primary story. They're just going to like sort of wrap up, I guess. It's not really going to be much of CCC. It looks like it's just going to be primarily a remake yeah, of Extra. Yeah, just a straight remake. But, um, yeah. yeah, this game, I mean, we haven't played it yet, um, but it's going to be good, I'm sure. Um, it, has the first game, it has Tamano. It has to It's guaranteed to be good. It can't be bad. The first game is very good, and the kind of sequel spinoff games, Fate Stella and Fate Stella Link, are actually... Really too. fun. I would um, highly recommend those. Fatic Stella Link, um, actually a great game. It has everyone in it, including everyone's Tamano. here. Everyone's everyone here. Everyone is tomato. here. You even get yeah. costumes for all yeah. of your characters. Like you can have Tamamo in um, in a police officer outfit. Yeah. So you can kneel on the mobs. Um, yeah. It's pretty cool. You can do it's it's still yeah Link you can still you Link can kneel on Amia Alter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's not in the game. Yeah. He's not in the game. Yeah, he's not in. But Amia is. Um, yeah. Uh, play those and play Fate Extra. Uh, don't fucking watch this. It sucks. I think yeah. I think that's a pretty good conclusion. Jedrian, do you have anything to add? Um, honestly, this just makes me hate Shaft. This reignited my hatred for Shaft. I want to... Um, well, I'm not gonna say what that is. I just want to yell at them. They make me mad. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. But you know, you know who is really to blame most of all? Corbo. You know, Shaft aside, it's Corbo. It is Corbo. It's Corbo always fucking Corbo. Corbo yeah. went in. He's like, oh, oh, I like, yeah. Fate is pretty good, but what if we did Moto Guitari Sword Art Online? What if we did that instead? Corbo probably does like Sword Art Online. It probably would. Fucker. Yeah. Corbo, if you're listening, I love you. Yeah, Corbo, we yeah. love you. 
congratulations. We should do, should do Sword Art Online at some point. Congratulations. Like, we all hate that anime, but I think there's more to talk about as far as like how viscerally we hate it. Umu has a very nice voice. Uh, she has Cardcaptor Sakura's voice. It's very cute. Um, but a little adorable. deeper. She's adorable. Um, I think she also did Jack. Anyway. Yeah, she did Jack the Ripper from Apocrypha. Yeah. Much better anime. Um, anyone, I know people shit on Apocrypha. This is like we're we're wrapping up, but like whatever. People shit on Apocrypha, but honestly, it was good. Like, yeah, if, well, yeah. if you're autistically fixated on the protagonist being boring, like okay, whatever. But like all the side stories in Apocrypha are great, yeah, and everything kind of wraps up and ties together nicely. Fucking Mordred. Oh yeah. Jan. Yep. Well. Fucking, it was great, and uh, it's oh, much and better than this. Oh, we gotta forget like the the wet Corbo Atlanta, you know, when she she gets wet and then uh, turns into to angry, yes. pissed off cat slut Atlanta, mode, yeah. slut mode Atlanta. I like that. Yeah, um, there's a lot of good shit in Apocrypha. Much, I think, just infinitely better written. Just and watch Apocrypha. Just watch Apocrypha. Yeah, watch fuck. Apocrypha. I mean, like Mordred, you know. I'll Honestly, let's just be real, guys. Mordred, better red saber. Yep. Just oh, a better, fuck. better red Umu of oh, red. Oh man, no. I'm gonna say no. Oh, no. Man. Yeah. Gonna, no, dude. But I, I don't think Umu would go shoplift at Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Umu is funny. Umu is good. Umu is really like Umu is carrying the show, and Tamamo is carrying Umu in the show. Yeah. No, Nero's like, I'll watch the streets, and Tamamo says, I'll watch the skies. <laughs> I mean, we gotta remember, without Tamamo's cameo on the side of a potion bottle, Nero would have died in episode two, you know, yeah, if it weren't for Tamamo, so... Yeah, she need, did need know, to drink the Tamamo potion. She had to drink the Tamamo potion, she couldn't say no, so yeah. That's 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 how I would wrap it up. Yeah, to wrap it up, Tamamo is great. This anime doesn't have Tamamo in it, so it's not great. Yeah. Watch something better. Um, play the new game when it comes out. It looks good. Right, we'll see you guys later.